Oh no, it's recording now. Now. Now it's recording now. Oh, uh, man. Well, yeah, let's go ahead and get our show on the road. <laughs> Hey everybody, that's right. This is the show with a podcast that sounds funny. And uh this is the week of what is today, Jan Fe- January, February, three, one of those three, months. <laughs> January twenty-fifth, I think. Yes, yeah, January's date. Twenty-fifth, two thousand twenty-two. And uh we are in season two show. Rather, episode 65 almost ready to retire uh, <laughs> well back in the day that was retirement age i guess it's what 67 now so anyway but uh yeah shows shows don't retire at episode 65 we're just getting started yeah <laughs> and you're our host <laughs> uh we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it which uh, I have some things coming up in our uh, starting off segment that I might hearken back to our tagline because it is offensive in case you didn't know. Uh, I am your host, Keith, and join with me are my other co-hosts. Terry. I'm Jill. And he's the blind brother and she's the blind sister. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we'd like to start off with what? New. Does anyone have a question? Uh, <laughs> I have, I have a, a couple of interesting things that's yeah, happened. It could be a that's funny family there. story, classic story, or recent story. So take it away. Uh, yesterday, let's see. Um, I received my fifth iPhone 13 in the mail. <laughs> fifth. Oh, lucky little me. Yeah. You just open up your own Apple store there, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I gotta call him today and say, quit sending me iPhones. <laughs> I only wanted three and now I got five. And I might be getting another one today. But his I'm, apple tree is growing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like rabbits. You put them in a drawer, they talk to each other, they reproduce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's just one theory. Another one's going <laughs> I don't see so you got a male Siri voice on one, a female Siri voice on the other. Yeah. And so as I said, I've learned my lesson not to order things on the internet when I'm delirious with the COVID virus. Yeah, that's yeah. your defense. <laughs> tell, tell that to the judge. <laughs> it might work. And then the other thing was so I have this extra, my iPhone 10, you know, and, uh, I was telling Jill, you know, I, I used to use the UPI app on my phone to bring up our new, my find my news stories. Well, I've been looking on the internet. And it's really hard to pull them off of there. So I, I was talking with Jill. I said, oh, I could use my iPhone 10. <laughs> so I checked it just the other day. I pulled it up and the app is still on there and it still worked. And I pulled my news stories off for the show today. Yeah. And all right. So then. My grandsons were here yesterday after school, and their mom. They deleted the app. 
And so <laughs> we, you know, I'd, I'd forgot all about what I just said right there. And, mm-hmm. and my grandson's like, hey, Grandpa, can I have the spare iPhone 13? I go, no, but you can have that iPhone 8 or that iPhone 10. How about the iPhone 11? I go, well, I'm going to sell that one to somebody else. But is how about your iPhone 10? Okay, sure. I said, but I'm going to, you got to erase it first. And so then he erased it. And now. (laughs) You deleted it. All right. So I took the the iPhone 11. You can't find it in the app store. I'm like, oh, crap. (laughs) iPhone 8. But that's down at Terry's Mini Mall. Did you record your stories or did you lose them Yes, yes. No, no, no. I recorded them. But then the other thing that happened, too, and all the process of that last night. Was my other grandson? He's seven. His name is Braden. We won't say his last name, but he <laughs> he went into the living room. Look, I lost a tooth, and his mom Valerie <clears throat> started crying. Oh my God, my baby lost his first tooth. First, that can't be his first if he's eight or he's seven. seven. Yeah, usually they lose them when they're like five. Well, they can start as early as five, but sometimes, usually six, sometimes seven. That's his first mm-hmm. tooth, apparently. Hmm. So he got some tooth fairy money from grandma, and then he was here this morning and said the tooth fairy gave him some money at home. I'm your family godmother, Mac. And I was like, "Wow, you're just making up big time." And so, well, I'm not got a couple more of these teeth. If, I didn't know. I'd if you money. lose your teeth, if you lose your teeth at grandma's house, you get <laughs> tell, money. Tell from grandma. brother, punch me in the face. I can lose another tooth. And I said, <laughs> I said, but they have to come out naturally. <laughs> Well, when they're fighting, then that's kind of natural. He done made his brother mad, so he punched he, him in the face. He swiped his grandpa's teeth. Look, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I think way back in our first couple episodes, around Christmas time, I told a story, I think, about this little boy who wanted to get his mom something special for Christmas. And so he knew that the uh, the tooth fairy would give him a dollar for every toothy. So he went and took a pair of pliers and pulled all of his teeth out oh, no. <laughs> and put them under his pillow so he could get enough money to buy his mom something for Christmas. Yeah. He got cool. enough money because when that story hit the news, they had, he had all kinds of people. A money. lot of people. Oh, how sweet. hundred bucks. A, a dentist, <laughs> you know, put him, you know, was able to do something. Hook him up with some baby. Teeth. I hope that's not true. Well, if it was <laughs> no, a kid a and they were baby teeth, they would grow back in eventually. <laughs> it might take yeah. a while. <laughs> you had some baby dentures going on or something. Yeah. I mean, because whenever a baby grows teeth, it, they start growing what about you know ten months to a year or so, and it takes them maybe a full year. My baby lost his teeth. And whenever, <laughs> and whenever you start losing your teeth. Generally, that first year, once you start losing them, they'll they'll pretty much all fall out in a year. Or yeah. Well, I don't know. Some of them bigger teeth in the back, they don't get right away. They grow in later. So it'd be yeah. weird to have your back teeth growing in before your front teeth. Yeah. I asked her, I said, well, what tooth came out? You know, because we're blind. There was a f- tooth in the front on the bottom. Oh, so. wow. That would have been one of his first teeth. And that's the ones they always get first. Yeah. Usually the front ones come in first. What do you want? I'm here about the ad for a dental assistant. Your name? Newton Snookers, but I try as... Snookers. But I try as much as possible not to use that name. Very smart. Because you see, it's not who I am that counts, but what I am. For if you know what I am, who I am does not count. What are you? I'm the Tooth Fairy. 
So you got a funny story, Keith? I thought you said you had. Oh, I got a bunch of them. I I, was, <laughs> I, I usually forget, but this time I've been writing a few down. Uh, <laughs> some of them are just a little blurb. Uh, for example, um, well, I had a doctor appointment a week ago from last Friday, and uh, one thing on the questionnaire they always, you know, what's you know, allergies and all this usual doctor stuff. But one of the questions was to help us uh, communicate better. What's your proper pronouns? I'm like, <laughs> right? <laughs> I get a chance to use them. <laughs> your Majesty. So I told them, Your Majesty and Your Highness. And Robert says, I'm not going to write that down. That's my pronouns. Those aren't pronouns. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> a pronoun is a word that stands in for a proper noun. My name is my is a proper noun, and those are the pronouns that I want to stand in for it. <laughs> Call me your majesty or your highness is fine. <laughs> she didn't write it down. No. Uh, she wouldn't let me use them. Darn it. But that was mm-hmm. one quick blurb. Another one is we we have uh, kids in the house, as you may know, maybe. Maybe you heard about that. But yeah. one of them is a, a teenager girl, and she was too sick to go to school <laughs> yesterday. But we got home from visiting our other brother working on the website. We pulled into town. I guess who we saw shopping at the local Dollar General. Mm. The sick girl was not too sick to shop. Of course, girls are never <laughs> too sick to shop. Ask our other brother sitting there, Terry. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, I think it was last week. No sooner did we get done podcasting, I checked my news feed. And Weird Al Yankovic is having a movie made. Really? Heard about that? Yeah, I did not. It's going to be featured on Roku, Roku streaming, and for it's going to be his life story. And the person who's going to play Word Al is Daniel Radcliffe. Really? Yeah, Harry Potter. He's going to play Word Al. I would have never thought. Right. I, I guess maybe he looks kind of weird. Maybe if they put a wig on him, it'll just kind of. You know. Yeah, you'll be surprised. They can make them actors look totally different than what you remember them looking like. Yeah. So I remember Billy Bob Thornton when he was in Sling Blade. They had him looking like a big nerd, and then and it, in other movies, of course, he's a nice looking fella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I guess as Harry Potter, he was just a little bit uh, nerdy looking. Uh, a little kid too now i'm sure he's all grown up yeah well i understand that the uh, ultra nerdy hermione that's going to be quite a nice looking lady uh, but anyway another one <coughs> another one i have and this will be the last thing to open up with is the university of washington has released an inclusive language guide that identifies words that are racist, sexist, ageist, or homophobic. Really? Yeah. And so, huh. according to the guide, words uh, such as grandfather, housekeeping, minority, ninja, and lame are problematic words. Also, whenever I set our opening tagline to blind brothers, that's problematic. We say blind. Telling it the way we see it, the word see is problematic. Huh. So we are now offensive. We're not funny anymore. We're offensive. We're offensive oh podcast. Well, that I have offensive that. <laughs> I have offensive one then a little blurby. Stuff. I got an offensive word to get back to them, but I can't say it on this show. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a That's... real offensive word. 
<laughs> That's his opinion. Everybody's got their own opinion. How else are you supposed to describe something? Yeah, if so, why do you say it's the grandfather, uh, aged person, uh, the male persuasion? I don't know. And then, That's too much to say. <laughs> Hello there, father's father. Hello there, mother's father. Back over the weekend, you know, they said, uh, you know, meatloaf died. Yeah. So now we're stuck with the black-eyed peas and the red-hot chili peppers, and we got to listen to the Spice Girls. Yeah, without any because there's no more meatloaf. Yeah, <laughs> but you can still do the mashed potato. <laughs> <laughs> do the mashed potato. Do the twist. Well, yeah. so Keith, the only silly things that's happened to me this week happened this morning. Whenever I was letting the dog out, and I spilled his water down the front of me, and. Uh-oh. I ran into the door frame and then hit the bowl and it spilled all down the sure, front. Sure, you, t- you were trying to drink. You <laughs> and then when I was trying to put in my earbud for the show, I put the little metal part in my ear. I wasn't paying attention yeah. to which end I had. and The, the pokey out end? Yeah, <laughs> instead of the little nice soft part that goes in. What am I doing? You got to <laughs> plug it in your head and put the ear- earbuds around your phone. Yeah. <laughs> works. I mean, just goofy things like that. There's not been too much happening this week, but Oh, yeah, and, and other words on that list, because I, I looked up the whole guide and was reviewing it before I came on the show. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to read all of them, but things like male and female are offensive. Uh, anytime you use the word man, as in manpower, man hours, that's offensive. Wow. Anytime you use the word black, like it's, you know, black hat or blacklist or blackball, that's offensive. Uh, red is offensive. Green is offensive. Yellow is offensive. White is offensive. Like, holy cow. We need to replace all the traffic lights. <laughs> Every color that's in the crayon box. We got to get, uh, get rid of the Cincinnati reds, uh, the, the browns, uh, you know, all them, the white socks. Get rid of all them guys. The red so not, socks, so, the white socks. Not only is it like Indians and cowboys and whatnot, now we got to worry about colors being offensive. And people, what, if if being a woman is offensive to somebody, that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> yeah. Comedy is not pretty. Hmm? Steve Martin said that. Comedy is not pretty. No, it's not. <laughs> and it shouldn't be. That's what makes it funny. Right. <laughs> exactly. So we're the most offensive podcast on the planet right now because we've said all these offensive things in our opening. <laughs> Just oh wait till we get going. Yeah. <laughs> Something else happened over the weekend too. Yeah, I could go over that. I can do it with my top ten list though if I want. But there's uh we're down to four teams headed to the Super Bowl. Woo-hoo. Oh yeah. They are uh um the uh Chiefs, the Bengals. Chiefs and the Bengals and the Rams and the 49ers. Hmm. One of them, two of them, one of them four teams is going to win the Super Bowl, but two of them teams are going. <laughs> yeah. I have a list here that I jotted down. I can do it now or I can go later. You know what? There are, I asked my device, there are 12 football teams who have never won the Super Bowl. 12? They have been to the Super Bowl, but they've hmm. won. There's four teams that's never made it to the playoffs. Oh, wow, that many, huh? Well, they've never made it to the Super Bowl. You know, the 12 teams who have 
went to the Super Bowl, never won. Mm-hmm. Is, I, mean, I mean, did you want to say this for your, you to be your top 10 today? Is this your top or? 10 list? No, but I, I, I mean, there's actually 12 teams I bet to go over, but I can do it then if you want. But if you want, because that would be a good thing. I have. It'll be a, a timely topic for uh, stuff. Okay. I'll do it later. Uh, Tune in, folks. Stay tuned. There's a teaser right there. Expect Terry's talking about football. <laughs> Are you ready for the football? Well, if we don't... Uh, I can throw that Interpol word. word into a Jill's words. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Or that LIDAR word. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go on to our holidays so we can get uh, rolling into our whole scheme of things there. Happy holidays. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays. Today, being Tuesday... January 25th. We like to review or recap from last week. It is Burns Night, which I never was able to figure out what that meant. But it's B U R N apostrophe S. So I'm guessing it's a person. Who knows? Simpsons? Uh, <laughs> Burns. Night. That's what I thought it said last week. It might be is Montgomery Burns from Simpsons. But it's also Irish coffee. Day, so all day drink Irish coffee. It's the opposite day. So anytime someone says something, say the opposite back to them, I guess. Uh oh, I'm a man instead of a woman. <laughs> yeah. So if, if someone says they love you, that means they really hate you. Uh oh. Uh, yeah, all like that. Opposite day. Uh, St. Uh, Dwindling's Day. Uh, f- thankfully, that's all there is today. Hey, are you trying to make a stooge out of me? <laughs> uh, Wednesday, tomorrow, January the 26th, it is Australia Day. Hey, so Australia. <laughs> take your kangaroos out for a walk. National Green Juice Day. I don't know what color green juice would be. I mean, what kind of juice would make, would make green juice? Maybe uh, lime or apple? Green apple juice? Apple's usually pretty clear or yellow. Maybe lime, yes. Or just take any kind of juice that puts in green food coloring. There you go. (laughs) Ooh, it is National Peanut Brittle Day. Mm. So, you would think that would be more on Christmas time, but I'll take it any time. We gotta keep them happy. (laughs) It is National Spouses Day. So I don't know what that means. If you honor your spouse or you make your spouse honor you, or just go out and get a spouse. There we go. Wait a minute, Remy. You got to do me a big favor. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Indian Republic Day for all the Indians over there on the Asian continent type Indians. Now moving on to Thursday, January 27. International Holocaust Remembrance Day. Yeah, oh. probably a good partying day, but remember that. National Chocolate Cake Day. So it's actually some comfort food while you're mooring over the Holocaust. There you go. <laughs> That's all there is on that day. Well, good It's Pretty sparse. Uh, Friday, January 28th, Data Privacy Day. You're looking at my ones and zeros. Stop it. <laughs> Don't look. This is private. <laughs> It's National Blueberry Pancake Day. 
No, we have some frozen blueberry waffles usually in the house. We have some little kids who just love to eat those. They can make them themselves, pop them in the toaster. Yeah, they think it's cool. Slather them with whipped cream. They'd like that instead of syrup. Hmm. If they have syrup, they usually have a little bit of waffle to go with their plate full of syrup. (laughs) (laughs) I like to just put them in the toaster and eat them with nothing. It's like a nice warm cookie. Eat them naked. Yeah. The waffles, not you. Anyway, it's my brains and experience they want, not my gorgeous figure. (laughs) Uh, National Daisy Day. I didn't know daisies grew this time of year. National Fun at Work Day. So, hey. If you want to get a jump on those April Fool's pranks, have some pranking fun that work. Of course. Would you do it? Would you do it, please? Practice. We're, Practice. we're a little party hats, a little, uh, <laughs> you know, noisemaker things. That's the fun at work. Yeah. There you go. Well, okay. You got Terry plays the guitar. I can play harmonica. This is for Jill. National Kazoo Day. Yay! <laughs> I can play my kazoo. <laughs> It's also National Lego Day. Man, there's a lot of stuff on Friday. It's all, all of them Friday. Well, good. Good for you. Uh, Saturday, January 29th, National Puzzle Day. How puzzling. <laughs> you know, it, it's so puzzling. That's the only thing there is on Saturday. Well, how do you like that? This guy kills me. It's going to keep you busy all day. I must. <laughs> Get the crossword puzzle out and just work it all day long. Yeah. They need to share the wealth on a Friday. The Friday's hogging it all. Definitely. Uh, Sunday, January 30th. <sighs> National Croissant Day. Those uh-huh. you know, little French pastry thingies. Wow, that's all there is on the Sunday. Holy cow, Friday, oh. share the wealth. Get it, get it on Friday. <laughs> You're stealing all this stuff. Well, here, you he never heard such junk. Uh, Monday, January 31st, National, ba- I'm sorry, Day Backward National. <laughs> National <laughs> Backward Day. <laughs> so wear your clothes backwards, walk around backwards. If you have to go to the bathroom, well, you might want to do that forwards. But <laughs> Uh-oh, I'm sick. <laughs> I, I guess if you if you have to do the sit-down job, you, you sit on the seat backwards. <laughs> That's what my little grandson does. He's being potty trained, and his mom told me that he climbs up there backwards. That will work, I guess. When you're little. Yeah. It keeps you from falling in or something. <laughs> Won't be hanging down there like but, but in case there's going to be any tragedies, it's also National Bubble Wrap Day. Oh, lonely wrap you in bubble wrap. <laughs> In the case you miss and need some comfort, it's National Hot Chocolate Day. Mm. And that rounds out Monday, and it rounds out the month. And so now... Well, how do you do, gentlemen? Come right in. Pull up a chair and sit down. We have to look at February. And I know there's a lot on the list here. Uh, on February 1st because it happens that there's a lot of national month things to celebrate for February. Um, Oh, I just lost. There we go. First of all, it is 
spunky old broads day there's another one for jill spunky old broad do you consider yourself a spunky old broad or just a spunky broad (laughs) (laughs) well i'm on my way to old (laughs) well i i I know somebody who that's that's her birthday and i told her about that holiday so she i think she's going to plan on celebrating that one (laughs) uh it is national get up day I guess I don't know if that means you know like you're wearing a get up like a costume or if that means get up out of bed come on get up get up <laughs> and move be a spunky old broad <laughs> oh. because if you do get up it'll be National Freedom Day and if you really need more of that uh, comfort it's National Dark Chocolate Day mm. National Baked Alaska Day. Mm. Uh, it is the Korean New Year. It is decorating with candy day. It's the Chinese New Year. It is. Okay, here's all the month ones. Oh, well, in that case, I'd better open a window. <clears throat> it, it used to be Black History Month. Remember that? Because we can't mm-hmm. say black anymore. So it's African American Heritage Month. <laughs> It's National Hot Breakfast Month, American Heart Month, Responsible Pet Owners Month. Now, that one I have to ask, is it, do you you place the comma as in responsible pet owner, or is it the responsible pet owner? (laughs) So is it the pets that are responsible or the owner that's responsible? Either way, I guess that's the month for it. It is Plant the Seeds of Greatness Month. Now, I have to say, in February, my mom and dad got married. And five months later, I was born. So they planted the seed of greatness. <laughs> well, lo, me, Lum, that's the one exact thing we've been trying to keep anybody from doing. I know it is. I know it. <laughs> it's Pet Dental Health Month. So while you're carrying your water bowl out and spilling it all over yourself, you can brush your t- dog's teeth while you're out there. Oh. <laughs> National Snack Food Month. National Macadamia Nut Month. It is the Spade Slash Neuter Awareness Month. National Grapefruit Month. National Friendship Month. Bike to Work Month. Well, holy cow, let's ever end. <laughs> <laughs> National... Embroidery month for all you stitchers and sewers out there. It's canned food month, dog training education month, great American pie month. It's the humpback whale awareness month. So I, I wonder if they had that, you know, that, that, that song about how to spell Mississippi, you know, M I crooked letter, crooked letter, I crooked letter, crooked letter, I humpback whale, humpback whale, I. okay now now here it 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 specifies black history month as opposed to the african-american heritage blah blah whatever so i'll maybe they they do have a second holiday for it i don't know it is the lgpt lmnq xyz history month oh brother (laughs) Uh, now i thought that was in june but uh, I looked it up, actually. This is one that takes place in the UK. 
Oh. It is the UK LGP LMNOP XYZ one two three. Yeah. All them letters. The the alphabet mafia, as some people like to that. <laughs> it is National Bake for Family Fun Month. National Children's Dental Health Month. National Bird Feeding Month. Oh, National Cat Health Month. So after you feed them birds, then this <laughs> becomes National Cat Health Month. Feed them cats the birds. Feed, feed the birds healthy food so the cats will have some healthy food. <laughs> it's National Cherry Month. And whoo, a lot of things happening in this month. Well, I got to get more money. All and it's the month. shortest month that probably has the most holidays. I know. <laughs> it, I haven't seen that many things for the month in a, ever, I don't think. So, sheesh. Uh, and we ended on that. All right. So what happens now? Avon calling. Take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine. It's time to take time out for beauty. Avon calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com slash T. Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. So now it's time to transition into news. News. Are you awake, Terry? But you got news. Well, uh, let me put my strawberry frosted mini wheats down. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> Car- fell asleep with all the month holidays. I'm in Glen Carbon, Illinois. I heard this morning they're going to build two Chick fil A's. We have zero. Here the closest the- one is in St. Louis. Well, um, people always talk about Chick-fil-A, but I, I've only been to one once, and that was when we went to NothXCon mm-hmm. three years ago, in 2019. But this year, we'll be going back to NothXCon. I've already signed up. Me too. I uh, have I have I have about, I'm not going to do them all, I have like five stories Three of them are crashes, and well, I have six stories. Three of them aren't, but anyway, um, I have a um, it is the world's largest potato. (laughs) Oh, did we have this story? It's like in Australia or something, in New Zealand. Did we? 
I think okay. we did that, but maybe there's an update on it. Go ahead. Well, no, I think we might have did that one. Yeah. I know I did a pumpkin once. Oh, because the they, they gave it a name. Yeah, they, yeah they I think I did it. that story already. Okay, well, I have, another, I have another potato story. Go to the next one. Um, in Minnesota, a semi truckload spilled its potatoes all over the interstate and they froze. <laughs> they froze on the interstate and the ice and the snow, and now they have to have mashed potatoes. Oh, I, I was thinking, you know, how you like you fall off uh, and you go scrape on the cost crust asphalt and the roughs up your skin i thought maybe if I, the potatoes were, were roughed up like going across the food grater and they made hash browns <laughs> but yeah that mash, were, mash sounds pretty good too <laughs> they were they were in 10 pound bags they weren't like loose or anything yeah, like that. I know. but still no injuries were reported they had to pull out special uh, equipment to to get them it's like uh, and, and Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head were still waiting on the status of their son. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Junior at? Come on, bud. Where are you, bud? <laughs> there was another. There was another uh, spillage I heard of. I didn't see. I heard it on the news. So another semi out there. Uh, a truck carrying a load of monkeys head over. It was in Pennsylvania. I, I yeah. thought it was going to be gravy for those potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's still a monkey on the loose. Uh, oh, but anyway. wow. oh my gracious, what a heathen thing to do. That's my potato story. It's, uh, something else I've put on there. Well, I haven't seen any loose monkeys around here. They don't, don't already <laughs> belong here. It was in Pennsylvania. Uh, I heard it on the news too. They actually... I, hadn't heard that and then when terry told me about that i was like well there it's on the news i can't believe that why would they have to haul around a hundred monkeys a hundred monkeys wow maybe they're illegal immigrants or something maybe <laughs> Ooh, what you said they came across the southern border <laughs> I, I can't remember what else i was going to say about that potato story but oh i know it's like uh you know they were frozen i was thinking they'd be frozen be like the the rumble strips. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's how to say. But guess uh, my you, you, you drive over here. Like I know I'm in the middle of the road. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. sorry, I'm not falling asleep early. Sure, I got a short one here about a boy in Canada that would rather be in school than shoveling snow. Well, I think I would too. <laughs> this boy he's a nine-year-old boy from toronto canada his name is carter let me hear his last name carter jimmy chasalo i think is how they say it and uh yeah he got up after blizzard and his mom and dad sent him out to shovel their driveway and their sidewalks and the neighbors, and he said he thinks he did everybody, friends, the neighbors, relatives. Yeah. And he's so tired, he'd just rather be in school. There was a news reporter going around after the blizzard, you know, talking to people on the street. And ran into this boy and got an interview from him. And he said, took a deep breath and big sigh. 
he's so tired. He'd just rather be in school. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's a lot of Falooza, huh, Jack? <laughs> I thought that was pretty sure, funny. Everyone's walked down the block. Everyone's driveway. Yeah, his parents sent him out to keep him busy, I guess. Maybe he was so full of energy, and by the time he was done, he was worn out. Yeah, he's one of these ADD kids. Let's go outside and start shoveling. Shovel until we tell you it stops. <laughs> yeah, but that's the end of that story. He yeah. maybe made some money. I hope people paid him for doing it, but they didn't was, say. Oh, Big and mean looking. Well, he must weigh close to 280 pounds. Yeah, I would hope. Well, my first one here is about a couple of dogs. It actually is maybe close to a month old because it happened whenever uh, school was going back in session after the Christmas break. But uh, uh, two dogs were to visit three schools to sniff out COVID-19. Hmm. Apparently dogs can sniff that. <laughs> Uh, it happened in Boston, uh, but they were trained to detect the distinctive odor of people who are sick with COVID-19. Again, I did not know people had a specific odor. <laughs> <Just neither. laughs> Unless maybe not taking a bath or the smell of, you know, like diarrhea. They can't smell. Yeah. They can't <laughs> smell, but they yeah, smell. The people can't smell, <laughs> the dogs can. Oh, ish. <laughs> Uh, but they visited three schools, uh, a black Labrador named Hunter and a golden lab named Duke. Uh, but they could detect the smell of the viruses on surfaces. So it's not just people, it's on surfaces. And whenever they pick up the scent, they sit. Uh, hmm. How often do dogs sit? Oh no, there's virus over there. Ah, <laughs> it's sitting over there. No, stop sitting. Stop sitting. No. Anyway, it just goes on about how the doctor visiting the schools and how they were trained and how much the kids like them. It's just, I thought it was kind of a weird story where dogs, they sit when they smell COVID-19. The good thing they didn't train them hound dogs. Them hound dogs lay around all the time. Yeah. And, and like if you have a guide dog, you're walking, you stop, it sits. Like, what are those COVID on this bus stop? Uh, <laughs> the dog is sitting. Oh. My goodness. If I'd know that, I'd have baked the cake. Yeah, back on you, Terry. That's a good thing that you said the sit and not the with the yeah. there. Yeah, we, we don't want to be that offensive on the show. We're, <laughs> we're already offensive enough by saying blindness and seeing and gay and all sorts of yeah. <laughs> That's too much for me. Well, I have a story that's a good dedication to your job. In West Virginia, a reporter was hit by a car both filming a live broadcast. <laughs> Get up off of the ground, dust herself off, and continue with her work. <laughs> that's dedication right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, she said uh, it was her last day at work, or not her last day, her last week. And she figured something like that. <laughs> well, I admit it does appear to be a little peculiar, but maybe we're getting old-fashioned, Abner, behind the time. Her name, it sounds like they're saying she was, she was doing a uh, water break, water line breakage. 
story. And then her water line broke in her pants. <laughs> and her, 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 it sounds like they're saying her last name is <clears throat> Diorgi. Diorgi? Yeah. Like, could be. Well, like, hopefully, okay. she got hit, I got a good picture of that car. This like catched the person that hit her, too. And well, yeah, you would think if there's the uh, news cameras rolling, you would think you'd have a good. Uh, footage of that she mm-hmm. told her cameraman they're still rolling she told her cameraman she got hit by a car just like that in college <laughs> when she was going to school it was the same car <laughs> <laughs> i'd be saying is this groundhog's day or what yeah. <laughs> well that's gonna be our next week <laughs> the driver stopped and went to check on her to see if she was okay. Yeah. Oh, well, then they didn't just hit and run. That's good. Yeah. That's that all your story? Yeah, on that no. one. Yeah. Oh. Well. I have no doubt that someone will attempt to take our lives in a very few minutes. My next done. story, yeah. then, is about a corn maze in Missouri. I don't know if it'd be considered a corn maze, though. It's actually words since the Chiefs are making it to the or whatever the whatever Terry called it, the playoffs. Uh, This company decided to carve into a cornfield. It's not their symbol. It's it's words. I'm trying to. I forget what the word said. Chief. No chiefs. It's in Oric, Missouri. Casey got their swagger back. That's what it says. Casey got their swagger back. It must be a big field to put all that in because that's a lot of swagger. It's not a small word, but Casey. (laughs) But anyway, this company, it's not really a maze. You'd have to, I guess, you only can see it from the sky, of course. It's like those UFO circles in the cornfield. Only Mm -hmm. it's a. I never heard anything so ignorant. The Casey slogans. They probably got Paulie Shore to put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> in the movie. There you go. On that one movie, he was with the combine. But uh, yeah, and they, this company oh. that does the mazes said they don't just do it in cornfields. They like to uh, expand their expand uh, their business. horizons and do it yeah, in the wheat fields, do it wheat in soybean and fields, sand and mud and snow and dirt. You know, they just carve out. So, the, the, is it yellow that they do it in the snow? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> they make yellow snow words of uh, Casey's swagger and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Granny. They order run that fella out of town. Yeah. They just write it everywhere. They, they graffiti the planet with that. Probably. <laughs> Uh, I could see how it might be considered a corn maze because maybe you could go into the cornfield and walk through the letters or something. But yeah, maybe it didn't really say anything like that. It just said that you know they were honoring the Kansas City Chiefs by putting that. I thought maybe they would have yeah. put in a we're going to honor the Chiefs by destroying your crops, there, Mister Farmer. How about that? <laughs> I see. Okay, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, whatever they cut out, they went ahead and. Yeah, you. I'm sure they had the permission of whoever owns yeah. the field. <laughs> yeah, but that's about all on that story. All right. So. Well, I have uh, a story about uh, the Norwegian military. Um, it may not be a very pleasant one, 
but Norway uh, tells their conscripts to return their underwear when they complete what? their military service. Well, if you'd be kind enough to volunteer your services, I'd be glad to demonstrate. <laughs> Without so, the underwear? So what they say, it's, it's time to change your underwear. You change with you, and you change with you. If you don't mind my saying so, it's a bit sickening. <laughs> <laughs> they mean it. Uh, in Copenhagen, Denmark is where the story comes from. But uh, conscripts in Norway have indeed been returned, ordered to return their underwear, bras, and socks after the end of their military service so that the next group of recruits can use them. <laughs> I don't think that's funny. Now, being ordered to give up your underwear is not the bad part. It's the people who get it. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yes, underwear has been partly used. I can tell. They can't afford new ones for the new recruits. My goodness. They're struggling with dwindling supplies in part due to the pandemic, they say. Um, the Norwegian Defense Organization said that because of the challenging stockpile situation, this move is necessary as it provides the armed forces with greater garment volume for new soldiers. I didn't think it would be treated as a laughing matter. Well, we'll deal with that later. Yes. And I like the way they said that this move is necessary. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It seems like just bring your own bra and underwear just, and socks. <laughs> just don't have your own move in your underwear. Yeah. yeah I guess no. you could. I guess you could just, you know, go to the store and buy your own underwear and socks and bras and stuff. But, uh, but if they're issued by the government, you got to give them back. Now, the way it works in Norway, this article goes on to describe it. Every body, when you turn 18, you, you're required to spend at least a year in their, their, their army, whether you're male or female, for one year, maybe up to 18 months. You're on active duty. You have your you know, uniform and everything issued to you. Whenever you l- leave your time, you, you turn in your, of course, your rifle and your uniforms. Usually you don't turn your underwear in, <laughs> but now you did. I wasn't sure it was dignified. Um, but then for the rest of your adult life, you're considered on to be their base with their National Guard. So if anything was to happen, you'd have to come back on to fill duty. But, it's but kind of it's, neat. That way the whole country knows how to defend themselves. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it's required. Everybody who's eighteen, you you spend a year, year and a half wearing that military underwear. <laughs> and so whenever I get done with it, here you go, Terry. I, I even washed it for you. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. And they, they say they do that. They they launder it and they make sure there's no you know skid marks or stains or whatever. I guess, but yeah, being issued used undies. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of strange. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking uh, the only time I've seen that done is when you go to cold weather training and they issue your gear, your 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 long johns, you got to give them back. And they they do that though. In, in the U.S. military, they'll launder the long johns and reissue them. But yeah. Long hmm. oh, yeah. Um, I have a girl named 
Rutherford. She, and what? Zara Rutherford. Okay. It's an English-Belgium citizen, it says. She's 19 years old, and she holds two Guinness World Records for circumventing, circumventing the earth. Mm-hmm. She has one record in completing a solo trip around the planet, uh, 32,300 and some odd miles. And the second part of the record is she did it in an ultralight aircraft. Oh, wow. <laughs> And I'm so proud of you. Mm. Well, public service has its compensations, I see. She, so she flew with the ocean in an ultralight. Yeah, I don't know how she did that. <laughs> Somebody's been following her in a boat so she could land and get some gas. You know. Maybe. <laughs> Those things don't hold much, you know. And Maybe she flew around, like, towards the southern tip of uh, South America. Yeah, around that way, or or maybe she, you know, like uh, flew say across Africa, and then instead of going uh, flying across the ocean, she flew back across Africa, then back across like that, mm-hmm. and across the continents to make up the distance of not being able to fly over the water. Maybe I think that's what how the, what they how they do it because. I heard that the Earth was only twenty five thousand miles in diameter, not thirty two thousand three hundred. Well, yeah, but you don't typically go directly around the equator. You're going to be like, you know, going diagonally across the Atlantic Ocean or Pacific Ocean because the currents, especially for sailing, you just don't go straight across. Interesting. So she yeah. did it to that solo by herself then. Huh? Well, I'm afraid that'll have to remain a secret. Right. And that, that was one of my non-crashing stories because... Uh, it's I, a good thing she didn't crash. And, and she holds a world record of crashing! <laughs> <laughs> but I have two other stories and they're both involved crashes. But well, I got there. one more story too. It's kind of strange. Go I ahead. don't know... A man running in a carrot outfit breaks a world record in Arizona. I'm not sure why he's running in a carrot costume. Don't do anything you say. His name is Jordan Maddox, 35, and he's from Draper, Arizona. He competed in the rock and roll, uh, rock and roll marathon in Phoenix, Arizona. And his time was two hours, 44 minutes, and 12 seconds. And whatever uh, money he ran, got from running this race, he donated to a drug therapy place out there. But uh, he beat his time that he had before. But I still, they don't say why they have to run in costumes like this or if he's the only one that did it. (laughs) He just decided to do it that way. Maybe he thought it was streamlined or something. Maybe. You know how they had those little camelbacks of water? It wasn't really a carrot suit. It was just a huge camelback of water shaped like a carrot. Well, I don't know. It says a couple of years ago in 2020, I think it said, he ran the same marathon 
dressed as a banana. I knew I'd run into you sooner or later. He just likes to dress up for these things. This is I that's his, his fancy running clothes. Forget those, you know, Adidas uh, you know, running shorts and tank tops. This is a new trend. Wear a vegetable or fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to get yeah. my watermelon suit or something. Because it's a rock and roll marathon. You'd think they'd have to dress like a, as guitar like a singer or, or guitar. Yeah. yeah, rock, rock and roll, rock and chair. Why in the world? Carrots and bananas and maybe they're trying to make a fruit salad. I don't know. <laughs> trying to run not have his legs rubbed together. Maybe. <laughs> Don't want to get chafed. How about, how about being in a big apple suit or a pear suit? Oh, goodness. I, I could I probably run a story. I could probably run a two and a half hours, but it wouldn't be no no marathon. It'd probably be down to the, the corner block and back. <laughs> I thought I saw a headline before where somebody had put on like a some kind of other thing, like dressed up like with a, a heart. And they were doing it for like a heart uh, type. Yeah. Benefit like a, a American heart, heart foundation, <laughs> probably that same dude right there. Maybe it's <laughs> weird. It seems like with that costume, it would slow That's your not... running time down, but maybe you're not really racing, it's a marathon. You're just yeah. wanting to compete and well, finish your race. Marathon, you're still in the race, but yeah. Yeah. aerodynamics, yeah. That's what I say, and a carrot. <laughs> he probably did he win? You say, well, it doesn't say it, just said his time. Oh, he did be his time from the time. I was gonna say because he probably won because everybody fell over laughing. (laughs) 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 He didn't win. Everybody's laughing. (laughs) Look at Big Jack. He he was he he won because the guy behind him was wearing was wearing a bunny rabbit costume. (laughs) (laughs) Bunny rabbit chasing the carrot. Where a donkey was chasing. (laughs) 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 And behind a donkey was a big stick. Yeah, uh, so the donkey either had the carrot or the stick. <laughs> I yeah, forgot who goes next. Is it you or me, Joe? You got one. You go next. I, that's uh, my last carrot, one. carrot story. My, my last one is, is kind of long. I'll try to shrink it down. In fact, it says most of it in the first paragraph or so, I think. But um, a study nixes life in Mars due to a meteorite found in Antarctica. This is from Cape Canaveral, Florida. A four-billion-old meteorite from Mars that caused a splash here on Earth decades ago contains no evidence of ancient, primitive Martian life after all. Interesting, huh, Rusty? Yeah, I guess so, Dan. But what does it mean? Scientists report Thursday. Now, my thought is that movie It. (laughs) Remember that one? (laughs) Meteorite. Come to Earth. The scientists are going to investigate. It attacks them. They have the little tentacles or whatever all over them, and they shape shift. <laughs> yeah, sure. Maybe those aren't the real scientists who are reporting that. Maybe they're the ones who have been taken over by the alien life forms, and they're trying to say, "Oh no, nothing to see here." I'm certainly glad you got here. I'm in a terrible mess, and I need help. There really is no life on Mars, really. We mean it. <laughs> But the article, it really does go on to say how they, you know, there was no life. There was no uh, evidence of anything. So it kind of mm-hmm. confirmed what people I knew. And it goes on a lot of technical things about their studies and whatnot. It's not particularly funny at all. <laughs> mm. So that's all I got on that. I'm beginning to see the light. Yeah. I have 
a story took place in California. It was a four-car collision. A big sports utility vehicle was turning left at, a, at the intersection, and it got hit by a car and rolled over on top of it. Big, giant uh, Yukon, I think was what it was, sports utility vehicle, rolled over on top of a Prius. And the driver got out and just so happened to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. And which car? He rolled over on top of that woman. Okay, so he was in the big, I was thinking, how can he fit in a Prius? <laughs> <laughs> and so the article says that Arnold Schwarzenegger was involved in a crash. There was no drugs or alcohol involved. Everybody was fine. He got out of his vehicle to ensure that the driver of the other vehicle was not, she was injured, but not seriously injured, was taken away. And he was, uh, I think they said he's 74 now, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, yeah, he's getting up there. Yeah, it's like the governor, ex-governor of California. Was it Meatloaf 76 when he died? So he's kind of close to that age. Yeah. <laughs> he played Conan, Terminator. He said, a, I'll be back. Been a busy man. <laughs> I think Donald Trump was like 75 or 6, and Hillary's like 74 or 5. He went to the Prius door and said, Come with me if you want to live. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah Connor. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Are they all right? Um, there's not a lot to that. I mean, there's a photo story. I had one more story. It was a crash, about it, but it involved a deer and a window. <laughs> I can save that. But anyway, there's a that story. So, and, and Joe, did you already have one or you already said? No, nope, I'm done. I, I had right. three. That was. Then if we're all done, you know what that means? Here's a word from Abbott and Costello as they visit a charm school. Well, look, I, I'll get you a date with Connie Ains on one condition. You must promise not to kiss her because if you kiss her, her mother will worry. Okay, Abbott, I won't kiss her. I'll let her kiss me. Let my mother worry. <laughs> I mean, no wonder girls won't go out with you. Is that so? I know how to treat a girl, Abbott. First I buy her flowers and candy. And then? Then I take her to a show. And then I take her to a cabaret. I spend seven or eight bucks. Then we walk along until we meet a sailor. And then what? Oh, I can always find my own way home. <laughs> <laughs> well, Costello, I'm going to arrange for you to take Connie Ains to a nightclub. But first, I must be sure you will conduct yourself like a gentleman. Uh, come with me. Where are we going? I'm going to put you through a complete course of social etiquette at the charm school. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Well, here we are at the charm school. What took us so long? <laughs> Give us music, will you? <laughs> bum, bum, that's it. All right. And I'm out of breath. Come on, we're here just the same. Oh, welcome, welcome to my school, gentlemen. I am Professor Melonhead. <clears throat> <laughs> gentlemen, I teach charm. Abbott, get me out of here. This guy couldn't charm a snake. Quiet, Costello. <laughs> Young man, I'll have you know that I do teach charm. Why, with that head, you should be teaching billiards. You... <laughs> Hand me a cue, Abbott, and I'll run snooker with a stone. No, no, no. Take it easy, Costello. Professor Melonhead is an expert at etiquette. I know he etiquette. You know what? I know he etiquette. You can see he etiquette. He's still got the tail on his upper lip. Right. <laughs> well, quiet, you obese buffoon. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> My high forehead denotes intelligence, brains. My boy, that's 
where I shine. Well, why don't you take some of the shine off your head and put it on your shoes? <laughs> From behind your skull looks like an empty parking lot. Costello, will you behave yourself? Now, tut tut, let me handle him, Mr. Rabbit. I'll transform this boy into a perfect gentleman. Now, <clears throat> our first lesson here in charm is how to behave at home. Costello, what would you do when the butler enters the room? We ain't got no butler in my house. No butler? My dear boy, if you have no butler, how do you know when dinner is ready? When my mother takes the iron bars off the dining room door. Oh. <laughs> and then you eat. Not until she opens up the vault door to get you into the kitchen. <laughs> and then you eat. Then we eat because I'm pulled up. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> All right, never mind that. Now, we'll say that you're already in the dining room. Now, what do you do with the crumbs at the table? Crumbs? Certainly. Don't you have crumbs at your table? Oh, yeah. Abbott comes once a week. <laughs> You're welcome anytime. You can come. Oh, never mind. We'll, we'll skip the crumbs, Costello. Now, now, let's say that you have on your plate a slice of roast beef with gravy, some pickled beets, and a lovely portion of beans. Now, which fork do you use? I don't use no fork. No fork? No. I just slip my lower lip under the plate and bank the beans off the pickled beets. Oh. <laughs> That's fine. Now, we'll suppose, Costello, we'll suppose that you're in a very swanky continental bistro. Now, you walk Would in... Would you read that again, please? Oh. <laughs> you're in a swanky continental bistro. Excuse me. Continue. <laughs> All right. You... You... <laughs> You saunter up to the bar with savoir faire and distingue. Now, how do they ever get mixed up with those characters? No. That's the way you walk. Now, you order a liqueur. The waiter walks up and slips you a pussy cafe. <laughs> he wouldn't dare. He hasn't got the nerve. All right, now... Suddenly, at the next table behind you, you see a beautiful girl. <clears throat> uh, my assistant here will help us out by playing the part of the beautiful girl. <laughs> this is Mademoiselle Zing Zing. 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 Now, now, Costello, after the girl walks up in a very soigné manner, you approach Mademoiselle Zing Zing, and in perfect French, you say, Pardonne-moi, Mademoiselle, voulez-vous promenade du boulevard, rue Mademoiselle de Bologna, et Champelaisie? I say that? Of course. And what does she say? She answers you in a lovely, melodious voice. Je vous ai, je vous aime, je vous adore. I'd like to meet you by the gas pipe. <laughs> Gee, that sounds swell. Petit mieux, poupou, petit premier. What does that mean? Hit the road, chunk. The big guy is my husband. <laughs> now, just a minute, Melonhead. You've gone too far. What's the matter, Costello? Well, I mean, after all, Abbott, I didn't mind it when this melon guy forced me to walk into a stanky confidential biscuit. I didn't say nothing when he pushed me onto that Savoy Ferry in a distinct way. I never said a word when he had the way to shove a pussycat's face in my hand. But when he makes me poo-poo petite marquis between that lovely girl and her husband, he has not only impued on my good name, but he has cast aspirations on the San Francisco Conference. <laughs> It's weird words. Weird words. 
it's time for my weird words, but they're not really weird, real weird we're, words. This we're back week. to that alphabet. Uh, yeah, list. we're back to the letter B. The first word is back friend. Back friend. Back. B a c k f r i e n. You live in San Francisco, friend. and you're, <laughs> you're living with a guy, and he is your back friend. <laughs> Oh, it is a noun. That will be a noun. (laughs) Like Brokeback Mountain, friend. (laughs) Back friend. Back what? Back friend. Back. This this word is a noun. It it could be your, uh, what's it called? The the chiropractor. There we go. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. But it means a fake friend. A fake friend. A secret enemy. I thought you said a baked friend, like he's baked. fake. If you're Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fake friend right here, but I'll call him a bat friend. Keith <laughs> might know this next word. It is Balamite. It's like a Balamite. It's an exploding it's donkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a noun. So. <laughs> Is Balaam in the Bible? Well, Balaam was the guy that yet he had a talking donkey. Apparently, it has to do with him. But let's see. Oh well, somebody who is who is a student of the prophet Balaam. How about that? <laughs> or a descendant of? Because they always have all the ites, you know, the Hittites and stuff in the Bible. You want to make right? any guesses before I say Terry? <laughs> I think it's still funny if it if it had but explode though. <laughs> um, I have no idea. I said a Vegemite sandwich, like you know, it's like like a Vegemite. Sure, we'll go for that. Okay, well, this means one who is religious for the sake of monetary gain. Uh-huh. Well, that would agree. Judas. <laughs> that would be what Balaam was. He was a greedy prophet who did it for money. Yeah, money. So maybe I'm kind of right, but I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of neat because this book, I could go on and it tells a little bit of why these words are that way or they use it in the sentence. This next word is balter. Balter? It's a turd in shape of a ball. It's a what? <laughs> a turd in shape of a ball. Well, I don't think it's got a D a, a ball the turd. Balter. Oh, balter. Balter. <laughs> It's oh, it's like Walter. Only it's Walter. It's somebody's name. Uh, it's like it's a, a vulture. Verb. Well, it it's a verb, so it's an action. It's a verb. Mm-hmm. It's when you bounce a ball off of an altar. So you, you, you <laughs> you're playing basketball at church, and you know instead of saying "Amen," you just take the basketball and you bounce it off the altar. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> This word means to dance clumsily. Oh, that's me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Ballroom dancing. Ballroom blitz. Ball so if you can't blitz. dance, you balter. The next word is baird. I'm baird. assuming B A I R D, but I'm not it, sure. I think it has down. to do with poetry. Uh, it, it, it's what's Shakespeare's beard. Word. Yeah. <laughs> word, uh, what's the word again? Baird. Baird. Or, uh, it sounds almost Scottish, Baird. like like a Scottish thing, like a, a house or a, a hearth or a fireplace or something. Baird. 
Bird. Oh. It's a baby in Scotland. Irish. Noun. It is a noun. A baby. Okay, this has a, a long meaning. A it's person like... armed with the self-confidence of... It's like a layer. Self-confidence of ignorance. <laughs> self-confidence of ignorance? That's me, yes. right? I know I'm dumb, darn it. I'm bared. <laughs> I know I'm dumb, and I like it. I am so bared. I'm so confident. Bed swervers are next. See, th- this is the whole reason why this segment works because we are so bared on the, all these words, <laughs> and we and we know you are, so we just make stuff up. <laughs> Somebody put an R in there. It's supposed to be bad. Just yeah. bored. <laughs> oh, bard, blind, accessible reading. <laughs> oh, now, now that it does mean poetry, bard. Yeah. Um, our next word is bed swerver. Bed swerver. <laughs> Yeah. That's it's like when you bed. when you wet the bed and you write your name in it. It's a noun, the bed swerver. <laughs> you hook it up into the bumper car thing. It's the, the bed swerver. It, it's the bed you have on your honeymoon. Yeah. <laughs> or whenever you get it, you put it on the ski slope or something. Yeah. yeah. You, 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 it's like a car. You can drive your bed around. You swerve. You can slalom down the slope. Well, bed this swerver. <laughs> Probably means something to warm your bed. And, and, uh, it means an unfaithful spouse. Oh, oh wow. They swerve in their beds, I guess. Swerver. All righty. Well, I, I do have something to do with the beds and making them move. Swerve. Spouse <laughs> <laughs> is making a move. So you're making a move with someone who's not you're married to. <laughs> Our next word is bouffage. It's a French word and it's a noun. Bouffage. Bouffage. A beautiful fage. Because <laughs> boo or bow or whatever it means. Fage. I don't. I could not even begin to spell that one. I wish I could spell these words, but bouffage. Bouffage. It might be how. It, that's just how this guy says it. Bouffage. It might be pronounced totally different. Yeah. Well, if you have a reader reading it, you would think that they're, the, they'd read it right. I've heard it. I've heard the word, but I don't. Is it, as you said, a noun? Yeah. It's a flower. Whatever a fish is. <laughs> uh, hold on, wait a minute. Uh, Harry's working it out. Uh, his, his mental calculator is going. <laughs> it's uh, he's thinking back to when he was in Germany. Did I ever hear this word over there? <laughs> oh, sorry, Jet, it, it just slipped out. Well, if he heard it in Germany, it's probably not a good one. You can't say it on the show anyway. So, there, I'm thinking of the alphabet, but anyway. Well, this word means a satisfying meal. So after you've eaten like Thanksgiving, you've had a so, boo fire. Yeah, well, boo, I know boo or bow means it's good or uh, something along that line, good or beautiful. Yeah, so, okay. five must be a meal. Except the lunch set. Ooh, what you said. It's funny because this guy is saying that uh, in a 1600 dictionary, this word was defined as cheek, cheek. Puffing meat. Cheek puffing meat. So you have cheek, a mouth 
mouthful, a mouthful of meat. Of meat. Yeah. yeah. Make sure cheese in there like out. a hamster. Yeah, exactly. Make it in there. I thought that was kind of funny, but that's my last word. So. Oh man. Who wanted to make fun of some more? <laughs> Tune in next week. We'll be up to the letter C. We want to be. We want to beard some more. <laughs> yeah. All right, there Top ten. Time okay. for your top ten about those NFL things. Yeah, I can do that. I had the a... people have been anticipating this moment for the last half an hour yeah. or more. <laughs> There's a list of there. I asked my Amazon device <clears throat> for this before. And I tried it again, and it's still the same. <laughs> there are 12 teams who have never went. Well, they've, they've went to the Super Bowl, but never won. And then there's four that's, you know, never even got to appear in a Super Bowl. Not even at the Super Bowl. Playoffs maybe, Super Bowl, no. And the does anybody have any? Uh, I'm pretty sure the, the St. Louis, uh, well, when, when they had the Rams, they went. I don't remember if the Cardinals went. They may, they may have. I think, well, um, maybe. That's hard to say because, you know, with the, the expansion teams and everything, the expansion teams, they some of them are on the list because they were expansion, but it's like, you know, they, uh, anyway, here they are. 12. Um, the... The Buffalo Bills. They went, but never won. Right. And they almost made it, but the Chiefs beat them, which that was a crazy game. <laughs> and that game of Sunday night, the, the thing with that Buffalo, for people who didn't watch it, they were Buffalo and Kansas City. Buffalo was beating Kansas City 27-0 to pretty much. Oh, wow. the, the, almost the whole game. And in case you came back, huh? In the third quarter, they started coming back. In, wow. in the last 53 seconds of the game between both teams, they scored 25 points. Oh, wow. In the last 53 they must have really sucky defenses then. of the game. <laughs> they, they kicked it off, got field uh, touchdown. They kicked it off. The other team got, got a touchdown, kicked it off, ran for a touchdown. They did that back and forth. They tied up, tied it up and went into overtime. Wow. And then, the city got down far enough to kick a field goal and win. Otherwise, the Buffalo Bills should have won that game. They almost had a walkaway game. And in the last playoffs here, just to just in here, the last playoffs too, all the teams that were hosting the home team lost, except for the Chiefs. On the, the three of the games, the, the visiting teams won. You know, the Bengals beat the Titans, and then uh, – the 49ers beat the Packers in Green oh, Bay. Wow. Good day. And the what's the other team? The Rams beat the Buccaneers in Florida. And then the Bills lost to the Chiefs. Anyway. Yeah. So you, you know why the 49ers beat the Packers? Because their quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, is not vaccinated. And Joe Biden told him to get vaccinated. <laughs> oh, okay, so there's the uh, Buffalo Bills. Getting back to my little list here, but <laughs> put that in on the last weekend's playoff game. So yeah, coming up this coming up this week. I think I mentioned it earlier, but this coming week 
At two o'clock in the afternoon, the uh, AFC championship game, which would be the I just said it. Dang it. The team to beat the Titans. I don't remember now. Brain fart. Um, One of them. Yeah. <laughs> Back it up. You can, you can hear it again. Okay, I said it already. Yeah. The I know the uh, 49ers are playing the Kansas City Chiefs at In the evening times, the other one is in the. So, so, so getting back to the losing team, we only okay, get one so far. That was Buffalo. Okay, What's Buffalo Bills. Eleven. The Cincinnati Bengals. Huh? They went, but never won. Huh? Right. Uh, Ten. The Tennessee Titans. Hmm. Nine. The Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, so good for them. If because <laughs> uh, they moved now, so you know they. Say, I, I, I have only animosity for the Arizona Cardinals because they bailed out of St. Louis on me. <laughs> Eight. The Minnesota Vikings. Seven. The Los Chargers. The Cleveland the, Browns. The Vikings used to have a really great team back in the day, but I guess they never won. Huh? So. Right. Five. The Cleveland Browns. The four. The Houston Texans. Used to be the Oilers, but they switched to the Texans now. So yeah, because Oilers are so offensive to all those oil wells out there. Right. And they well, all they, those they, oil they, derricks and made them change their name because they didn't like that. They turned into the Tennessee Titans, so. Three. Then. So now all those Greek gods are just up. Just hate that. The Atlanta Falcons. And. Two. Jacksonville Jaguars. One. Detroit Lions. Oh, really? And the Carolina Panthers. Hey, I think somebody miscounted. Don't look at me. So I know the Lions, you know, they have been, but they just, I guess, never won it. Wow. And so there are, I, I asked my Amazon device, you know, how many teams have never played in the Super Bowl or won. And there are four teams that's never been there or won. Right. They're on, they're on this other list, you know. Good. They Who are. They are, uh, come on, four teams have never played the Cleveland Browns, the Detroit Lions, the Houston Texans, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. But you just said that the Lions played but lost, and the same with uh, the, some of the other ones. Right, well, I mean, all four of those teams were on that other list. That's what I'm saying. They, so how could, how could they have not ever been if they've – been there and lost. I mean, I know. Well, that's what I don't understand. <laughs> it, you know, whenever I say when the first list, it was like how many teams have never been to the Super Bowl. They gave me that list of 12. But then whenever I said how many teams have never won the Super Bowl, they gave me this other list. So those other teams 
may have won. So Alexa may be smart, or she may not be smart. Oh. Anywho, that was that. I was afraid Miles was going to start talking. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. Maybe yours has out there, listener, but sorry. <laughs> ah, well, um, there's a nice concise list there. Uh, being coming up on Super Bowl season. Hello, my name is Terry K. Helgen. If you are in the Wood River area, stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. I have some homemade crocheted items, household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, and more. Oh, did I forget? I also have Avon. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300 North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois, 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T-E-R-R-Y-S-M-I-N-I-M-A-L-L.com. Or call my store at 618 618- Four seven one nine zero eight eight. Thank you. But now it's time for our anchor topic. And this week will be on living skills. And I was actually reading that book, Jill, about if you go blind, don't strike back or something like that. Yeah. And the lady in the book. Uh, talks a little bit about uh, being organized. Uh, she, she was actually talking a little bit about how to use a rotary phone. <laughs> Communications. And we don't use rotary phones much anymore. How to chisel in rock and stone. <laughs> uh, but for living... Go back to dinosaur time. <laughs> yeah. uh, but for living skills, I mean, for example... Uh, being organized uh, really makes life easier. If you give examples of you know, losing your keys and hunting everywhere for them. Definitely. Um, I always put things in the, everything's got a home. I remember mom knew right in the refrigerator, the ketchup is on the door, the third bottle, the mustard's right next to it. Yeah, so everything it, had to go right back in its place. So she yeah, knew right where to find it. He just pretty much nailed the whole conversation because mm-hmm. uh, she was saying, well, you come in the door. You have on your hat, you have on your coat, you have your purse. And you, 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 she only has like three places that she lay, might lay things down. And you think about it, you, know, you, you may come in the front door, you may come in the back door. Uh, if you're going to hang up your coat, you put it, you know, you, you may have a coat hanger by the door. Uh, I always would put my cane behind the door because if you're going to go out, hey, right there it is. Uh, but you, you only put things in a certain place. You put a table next to the door or in the entry hallway. So when you come in, first thing you do, put it down right, right there. There's a place for it. And it goes right there in that place. So you don't have to hunt around to find your keys in your freezer. Yeah. <laughs> or the back key the rack. Toilet. Put, a, 
put a key rack on the wall and you can hang your keys there all the time. They'll always be there. <laughs> but, but that's the key. And the other thing that you real fast mentioned is besides being self-disciplined to have a place to put things, if you, unless you live alone, you must discipline others to put your yes. stuff back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Dang it, my wife ain't here. So here's this time. Um, if, if you place your keys on the table when you come in, and if someone else moves them, they need to be disciplined. It's like, don't. They go here, right here, in this spot. You know, put a put a bowl, put a plate, put a, a basket or something. Because right when you can't see, here. it can be moved just a few inches, yeah. and you're feeling where they should be, and, and it's not there. That's another excellent, excellent point yeah. you covered in the book, and it's happened to me. When yeah. I, I have my computer set up on a desk, a desktop system, had my phone next to it, had a stapler next to it, had a hole puncher next to it. Kid comes in, hey, Dad, can I borrow your stapler? Yeah. And then I'm hunting for it. It's gone. It's just not there. Hey, kid, where's the stapler? It's on your desk. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not on my desk. But he he moved it six inches. I couldn't hide it. Because mm. if you want to hide something from a blind person, move it six inches. We'll find yep. it. <laughs> it's just <laughs> gone. Oh, I did. If you want to play hide and seek, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. We now, may not find you. I went, yeah, I went through this with my kids uh, over household chores, for example, because you know, early on I stayed home and I did the cooking and the cleaning and the dishes and whatnot. My wife went to work and I washed dishes. I don't mind washing dishes. You have your sinks, you have your bottle of soap, it goes just to the right. You have your washcloth, you drape it over the, you know, the, the water spigot or over the sink or something. It's right there. Uh, wash rag soap that's all you need there's this drain stopper maybe to the left of the faucets if it's not already in the drain do dishes yay i go to dishes and there's no stopper i don't know where it's at it's not stopping up the sink and it's not to the left uh it's gone my soap oh that's gone too so like, okay kids i know you guys hate to do dishes i don't mind doing dishes but if you're going to move my tools around that I use to do dishes with, that's that means you're telling me that you really wanted to take over this job. <laughs> Get in here and do them. Or put those things right back where I had them. Sometimes they would. Sometimes they wouldn't. Like, well, fine. Dishes are on you then. Get them done. Yeah, then you got to search through the sink because sometimes it's just in the sink along with the dirty dishes and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it takes a lot longer when your things are out of place. And and so it's not just a matter of developing your own system. It's having people you live with respect that system. Yeah. Um, That's that, true. that can be even worse than anything is that. Uh, another thing is, well, okay, I, I dropped something on the floor, you know, uh, the first thing you do, let's see, I, I'm looking at my desk. I did the other day. I uh, knock off a thumb drive. It was on the floor. First thing you do is listen. Did you hear it bounce? Did you hear it clatter? That uh, you just, you know, freeze and you make a mental note of that. And then you reach for where you you last heard it go. Click, click, click on the mm -hmm. floor. 
trouble is, if you, depending on the floor, depending on the device, it may have taken a nice little wicked bounce. And it may not be right there, <laughs> but that's where you start. Right. Everything, everything that hits the floor, for me, for some reason, maybe it's the gets sucked towards the black hole but <laughs> under my chair. But uh, the, the, the method, black hole. the method then, <laughs> first, you, you know, feel on the ground, enter around that spot. Then you make ever widening sweeps, you know, with your hands as you feel across the floor. And then finally, if you can't find it, or maybe before you get that far, if there's somebody handy, say, hey, do you see my thumb drive on the floor? You know, it's it's always a fair game to ask somebody if there's somebody. Right. Or while you're down there looking like you're saying, you go, oh, look, here's the thing I dropped two days ago. Yeah. I forgot all about that. <laughs> oh, and here's something else. Yeah, this <laughs> is where that went stuff. to. <laughs> I couldn't find it two days ago, but wow, it's right there. That's I have that problem. I have some plastic cups in my, when I unload my dishwasher, I put them up on the counter and then I close the dishwasher because the cup cabinet is up over the dishwasher and I dropped a cup the other day and it rolled. And so I went to get it and kicked it and it rolled. <laughs> it's like chasing a ball. Like you see the little kid kick it and chase after it. it I kicked it all the way down the hallway into the bedroom. <laughs> and the kick the can. Finally it stopped. <laughs> I was like, ah, I've been down to get it. And it I kicked it, it as it, I'm It right. was trying to escape and you just had to trap it. It's <laughs> like, uh, I kick it. And then... It was the carrot and you was the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, when it's something that rolls, it's really a pain. When it's something nice and flat that's just going to fall and stay there, that's awesome. Well, and sometimes you just can't find it. I have an electric shaver, uh, one of those Morocco things, has little three circle things, and it has a triangular faceplate that snaps over it. <laughs> well, as happens, sometimes it dropped on the floor. And as happens, it's the cover is spring-loaded because there's a hinge on it that you can fold it up so you can clean it it sprung it went somewhere i i didn't i didn't even hear it go clatter anywhere in fact because i didn't hear it go clatter i thought it was still together until i picked it up <laughs> and, and i my wife looked she couldn't find it my son looked couldn't find it we can't find it now and it's been at least well, two or three weeks yeah, let one of the grandkids go look. They find everything. <laughs> that's not it happened before, and that's what happened is the one little grandkid. Look what I found. It was like 10 feet away across the room. Like, how did they get there? It had to bounce completely through a table and six chairs <laughs> <laughs> to get all the way over there. Yeah. So some sometimes there's a method, and sometimes you have to have someone help. Now, right. speaking of bending over to pick something up, um, you know, let's say, oh, I, I, I dropped my keys. I'm going to bend over, and you dock your head against the edge of your dresser. <laughs> like, ow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should uh, be careful. And, and you do, if you want to, if you're, if you're going to bend over, you should put a hand forward, like in front of your face, you know, not like, you know, just so you're blocking that way in case you do uh, decide to bend over and there's maybe a drawer open that you don't know about 
or you too closer to the cabinet that you thought the you arm were. of the chair or something. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good to, as you're bending over to put a hand out to block. Uh, and then once you get down, you know, you know start mm-hmm. sweeping. Yeah, the that's a good idea them. too. Much better to get that sharp knife in your hand than in your eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, these these are a couple of points from that book that I thought would be good to bring up. You know, yeah. it, it's things that we all do. I mean, we, we've been blind long enough; we just do it without thinking about it most of the time. And so, people out there, maybe who are not blind, who are curious, uh, things like that. Just reading this book spurs the the thought process. Right. And if we had letters from listeners that would ask us a question, it would further spark our oh yeah we, here's how we do that and, it would, and, we, and we would know that we are successfully answering a question from a listener so yeah this is on you listeners come on send us an email <laughs> all into the show come in our chat room oh we don't have one yet <laughs> we could have a chat room um i i we used to use the chat room on my other podcast uh i haven't used that in years probably is there anybody out there? Nobody's listening. Uh, uh, that's the other podcast. Nobody's um, listening to our podcast. There we go. Change the name. <laughs> well, Is anyone listening? Uh, speaking of listening and emails, we do have an email. Um, What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? It uh, starts out, hi there, Jill, Terry, and Keith. Uh, I teach nursery. That will be kindergarten to you in the USA. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes kids can say the oddest things. We were having a time where the students could bring something to show and to tell the class about it. Yeah, I think we call that show and tell. Yeah. <laughs> or we used to. I don't know if it's still there. Right? <laughs> but she, teacher goes on. I was more than a little shocked when little boy announced he found a dead cat. Yeah, I hope we didn't bring in to show it. <laughs> <laughs> but I found a dead cat. Uh, how did you know it was dead? I asked him. And I was even more creeped out when he answered me because I pissed in its ear and it didn't move. He said, <laughs> I lost my composure. You did what? I shrieked. You know, the boy explained. I leaned over and went Psst, in his ear and it didn't move. So when he said, Psst, he, meant, he didn't mean pissed, he meant. Psst. <laughs> 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 uh, so that's how he knew he wasn't the, the live cat I guess <laughs> so this is from Ann Armstrong I guess what that's what I deserve yeah. for taking a job in Cat Brain which is a village in South Gloucestershire England <laughs> that reminds me of a joke thing I saw on Facebook about uh, they said uh, oh don't listen to the, to the don't listen to the teacher she's been in in kindergarten for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I should tell, tell the kids, look, you think you're dumb, but you're smarter than your teacher. At least you'll be in the next grade next year. He won't. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you smarter than him. 
<laughs> but yeah, kids do uh, say some weird stuff, but uh, it's time for final thoughts. I got a few of them here. Yeah, uh, I got some. Oh, goodness. Did you know your fingers are a lot like a hardware store? They both have lots of nails. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, <clears throat> I just lost one of my Mr. Man books. No more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> I don't know what a Mr. Man book is. I just read them. <laughs> uh, here's something to think about. If if Mississippi bought a New Jersey, what what would Delaware, Idaho, Alaska? Yeah, <laughs> many many states are involved in that no, fun. No states are harmed in selling it. I could have. <laughs> I could have went a little, that's the speed I was like trying to, anyway, from my notes. <laughs> How do stop, merge, and yield signs communicate? With sign language. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, I don't have any more. Not today. I got one more. Okay. A study was done. Women who carry a little weight live longer than the men who mention it to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it happening. <laughs> I do have one more. I got one that says telling puns on an elevator is just wrong in so many levels. Yeah, <laughs> especially on a tall building. Yeah. <laughs> I hate those electric doors in the bathroom. So, <laughs> I heard that. Heard that on the nanny last night. Watching the nanny. Well, well, I guess that wraps up our show. So this is the part where we like to sign off. And ask the listeners to please tell a friend about us. That's how we really grow our audience the most. But when you do get online, check out our webpage. Leave us a comment on any of the show notes. Send us an email. When you find us on a directory, make sure you leave us a rating and review. And it tells other people what you think about us. So that's what I got to wrap up. Uh, hope I don't get any more cell phones today. <laughs> come back, come back next week. We have say another cell phone. <laughs> you have to separate those out in the drawer. Put, put this... The stork must be bringing him some cell phones. Yeah, the cell phone stork. <laughs> You can send us an email at the TSF at the